Stay shit. Okay. In a party, yo, it's a small thing. I'm with, with the mark left that you can all claim. Cause rockin' a party, yo, it's a small thing.
so exotic, so melodic, so motherfucking Lips your spirits high to the sky. So meditate. 
The people are thirsty because of me. The people are thirsty because of me. The people are thirsty because of me. People down the way that's thirsty. So let the the people are thirsty because of me. The people are thirsty because of me. The people are thirsty because of me. People down the way that's thirsty. So let the the people are thirsty because of me. The people are thirsty because of me. The people are thirsty because of me. People down the way that's thirsty. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. Talking about it now.
what's up? And a hundred dollar fillers. DJ New Mark. Got no fillers. Fillers. Check it out now.
game, got the whole world talking King Kunta. Everybody wanna cut the legs off him. Kunta, black man taking no losses. Oh, yeah. Bitch, where you and I was walking? Now I run the game, got the whole world talking King Kunta. Everybody wanna cut the legs off him. When you got the yams.
never enough. Ten billion, that's a must. Living in California, everybody wanna visit for. You might catch me in Shit, what the fuck I said? Front yard, broad day with the S. Yeah. 
nigga. I hang in the jail with them hits, boy, killers. Walk a flock of flame on the hood, ass nigga. Riding real slow, bending corners in my nigga. The fail walk like Tom Selleck and a seller. Bitch gave me brain. For the hell of it, but the her is head ain't even if she gets a smell of it. That's why these bitches fuck with me, cause I eat that pussy like a female MC. You get it, get it? How about me and your girlfriend? You with it, with it? Money over everything, the only thing that matters. And since I've been getting it, these blunts be getting fatter. Take a couple puffs off it, now a nigga rosy. Make a movie Starring me and the cast full of groups And I do my own stunts I'm smoking blunt after Blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt Blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt
Nobody beats the biz. Nobody beats the biz. Nobody beats the biz. I'm bound to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body against they turn a party out. Back in the days when I was a teenager, before I had status and before I had a pager, you could find an abstract. Listening to hip hop, my pops used to say it reminded him of bebop. Well, daddy, don't you know that things go in cycles? Way the Bobby Brown is just amping like Michael. It's all expected. Things are for the looking. If you got the money, quest is for the booking. I'm bound to wreck your body if they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body if they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body if they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body if they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body if they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body if they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body if they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body if they turn a party out. <laughs> I don't even know what to say, man. That was phenomenal. That was maybe one of the best routines I've ever seen here. <sighs> Thank you for having me, y'all. That was crazy, yo. That was absolutely crazy. I don't even know what to say. I mean, the, the chat room is going crazy. People this are is, bugging uh, out. So, uh, apologies for the messiness when I first got these up. This is the first time I've ever done this. Um, these are mini turntables. This is a three-inch record. They don't make three-inch records. They make five-inch records. So I had to have my boy laser cut them down to three, of course. And so the pitch control, there's no numbers on my pitch. So I'm, that's why I'm constantly looking at the computer. I'm the type of DJ that doesn't really like to look at the computer. I like to use my ears, but I have to kind of look. Right. So, but once I got in it, I'll get better in a year. <laughs> I'll, I'll be on the horse. And so yeah. you actually like turning the spindle and like all that. And yeah, it's all rotary on the pitch. And um, yeah, and like... <laughs> Yeah, this is turning into a real nerd convention here. Um, yeah, like to speed it up, it doesn't like to be like on a regular turntable. Like if you kind of like push a little bit, it's like no, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> like it'll it'll go way off beat. So yeah, it's a trip. Absolutely it's crazy. insane. Uh, do you have some kind of engineering background or like how did how did you get into these toys? Oh, excuse me, I'm sweating like a whore in church right now. Um, <clears throat> Jesus wow. Christ. Okay. Um, no, not at all, not at all. I have, like, I come up with ideas, and then I have, like, a team of people around me that I'm like, hey, this guy would probably be good at rewiring this or doing, doing something like laser cutting, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, I just kind of think of things, and then, yeah. Find the right guy to find do Find the it. right dude and dish get, it out. Get it done. Delegate. Damn. And, and where do you even find this stuff? Do you, are you, like, trolling uh, yard sales? and? These are um, from Japan. These turntables are here from Japan, and I got them. I got one pair a year ago. No, what am I saying? A year ago, like, about 10 years ago. And I use it in my toy set routine for some of you who've seen that. And then um, the ultimate goal is to do a four turntable routine with these. Damn. But I got I got a lot more practicing to do to, to do it. They're very very volatile. Thank you, my man. Um, so yeah. Crazy. You ready for your set on that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to DJ anymore after that. <laughs> oh man, that was crazy. So yeah. Um, so we got an answer to our trivia question, which was. Um, Did they get it? They got it. It was it was Newmark is credited for releasing the Superstars' first production on vinyl in 1996. 
And shout out to uh, DJ Nicholas Crates who got it. And the answer is, of course, Pablo. Kanye West. Kanye West. Kanye West, which is, <laughs> this is crazy because this is 1996. This is 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so can you. Now can I see him on billboards. <laughs> I'm like, over. damn, almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did, no, how it was did a that... small label. It was a, a label here, actually, in this, in this neighborhood mm -hmm. um, called Correct Records. They were kind of trying to. I guess, for a lack of better um, comparison, trying to fall into Rockus's footstep back in the day, uh, but on the West Coast. And so um, we had um, Cool Fash, who was from the Beat Nuts, came on the label, but he changed his name to Al Tariq. And uh, Crooked Letter, which is David Banner. Uh, so it was a lot, of, like, a lot of heroes on the label, but the label wasn't the right, um, I guess, platform for these superstars, you know, Kanye being one of them. But... Uh, I signed an artist named Grav uh, to Correct Records, and he sh played me like one or two beats from from Kanye. I'm like, finish the rest of the album with Kanye, like, you know, just complete it. And he and Kanye ended up doing I think six or seven joints on that first album, so that was his debut on Wax. So yeah, crazy. Yeah, man, crazy. That's nice. Yeah. So I mean, let's let's talk about that era a little bit because obviously, you know, Jurassic Five is kind of where we all got to know you. Who are they? <laughs> and I mean, you know, Mickey and I both grew up in LA, you know, we're from the Valley and like, you know, we were talking about like those years were like our formidable years when we just got into DJing and hip hop and it was like an amazing time in LA. Right. And so, so how did that come about? How did you get with J5? And uh, I was doing, before J5, I was doing house parties. I remember, I know you guys remember that era, especially in the Valley, there was a lot of house parties and, mm -hmm. um, you know, people spilling jungle juice in your equipment, like, play more black sheep, you know, all <laughs> twisted and your equipment all messed up. So, like, I cut my teeth, like, in the, I think that's the hardest arena, to play a house party and rock a house party. I get to think, like, I got played a lot of clubs. It's like, yeah, a club can be difficult, especially when you have, like, can you play some whack shit? You know, people coming up to you, you know, whatever, but... <laughs> House parties is a different animal because a fight will break out, a gun shot will go off, someone will be in your face to play this. It, it has to rock, otherwise the whole temperature of the, of the night changes. So, um, but after that, I started DJing at this club called, um, it's called Rat Race in uh, Silver Lake. And uh, their whole thing was like, we're going to get live musicians, this is before The Roots, uh, and bring MCs to freestyle or do their routine over the live musicians. I was the DJ for the night. And so I met um, I met most of the MCs from Jurassic Five there, and we just kind of hit it off. So J Five is two groups uh, combined together plus me. That's what J Five is. So it's Unity Committee and Rebels Rhythm plus Newmark. And were you already producing at the time, or did that kind of just evolve as you guys grew together and like yeah, you know, got, a, got a feel for the guys? Uh, DJing is actually my second. Uh, well actually my third passion I started out playing drums and then I started making beats believe it or not before um, turntables I used to be in a jazz band in junior high okay. and I used to sneak my um, rolling drum machine in there with headphones while <laughs> like the orchestral director was working on like the horn section or something I'd be like with my headphones like what the hell is this like you know that's like when the 808 was first introduced and hip hop was being you know really um, it was really popular at that time or whatever and so I was making beats first and then my best friend who I was in that same band class with played bass and his his uncle used to bring records back from New York and play these records. We were like, what the hell? What, you know, because that was like, you know, obviously pre-internet where there was this like four to 12 month gap between if we got something on the West Coast or not. You know, like New York would get it first, play it first. The artists were usually from New York 
and then the west coast was late to us we're like what the hell is that new thing so when i saw him spinning i was like that's it you got me i'm, I'm a dj from this point on so that's kind of the evolution and then so by the time i met j5 to answer your question it was like you already had i had already been djing quite a bit and it was already like um yeah i had been practicing a lot and trying to be a good dj and battle a lot too dope and so is uh, j5 is about to go on tour again correct yeah we're getting ready to hit europe uh, most of the netherlands and um germany and yeah yeah i don't know the schedule i'm terrible at that (laughs) (laughs) you got me just wait for the notification yeah (laughs) right that's cool man well i mean you know i think through j5 we also got to know you through these live performances and seeing you and cut chemist do crazy shit and and bring all these things on stage and you know there was those five foot five by five foot you know yeah turntables that gave me and, some gray hairs man yeah i mean where did all that come from where did the the drive to create these um these live shows that were more than just like djing and rapping and uh well like for me i i, I don't know i kind of always been into gadgetry and like um i like seeing like all the you know like i was never gonna be a rock raider right i was never gonna be a cubert like that had already been done you know like those dudes had already mastered like body tricks and cutting to like crazy you know bpms and just killing it you know so i was just like well you know like what do i want to do you know so I was, it was really just a thing of like how am i going to separate myself i want to be the i want to be away from everything crammed on that one part of the canvas kind of thing like i want to be away from it and so that started i started to implement some of my like things like kids toys and just weird stuff like a five, you know, five foot by five foot turntable on stage w- with J5 because it was a perfect platform. So many, so many guys in the group that I could like, while I'm setting up the turntable, there could be a whole bunch of things going on in the front of the stage. So it's the perfect outfit for something like that. So, yeah. That's awesome. I got a note here that says that you were four months away from graduating X-ray school <laughs> and you yeah. dropped out to yeah, pursue music. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I was always told to have a backup plan in life. You know how, how parents do, you know? <laughs> right. You know, don't put all your eggs in one basket, all that. You know, right. um, Which I think is generally pretty good advice. It sounds good at the surface, <laughs> but for me, it just never fit me. Okay. And uh, I was, yeah, I was months away from graduating, and I just walked out of class. And within the month, J5, I think we started touring a lot or went gold. One of the two, there was some cycle events that just happened, and it was just like, all right mom was pissed mom's <laughs> way pissed like hot imagine. like really upset you know yeah, like my mom months. is like super super chill let me do anything like growing up that's why probably why i'm able to be creative but when it comes to work she's like you better get your ass in there and work like as soon as i hit 14 she's like go find a job like she, my mom was <laughs> like you know like really heavy on work ethic so right when i brought her the gold record she was like yeah keep doing the music thing <laughs> <laughs> she got off your back now the old one two skidoo that, that might work <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, we you know we talked a little bit about what you've been got going on lately, and it seems like you got a ton of projects that have uh, you know over the last few years, and some stuff that's coming soon. Um, yeah, um, you know specifically this um, the movie stuff. You know, doing mm. uh, movie what is it scoring or is it is yeah. it doing original music for movies? My, my knuckles are like bleeding from knocking on that door. I'm like, let me in, please let me in. So like, I finally got a little break. I uh, did um, uh, the music production for uh, both ride alongs with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. So like I'd say like eighty five to ninety percent of those beats in those films are my beats. Um, shout out to Christopher Lennertz who scored the movie. He gets the scoring credit and the, he does a big symphonic sweeps, you know, and then he dishes them off to me to I guess hip hop them out or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, 
yeah, I did another one with um, it was like a b boy movie called uh, Battle of the Year with Chris Brown was the main character. But I'm I'm trying to do more of that. So that's the door I'm knocking on. Dope. And of course, I mean, you've been collecting forever. I'm I'm assuming, mm. and you have a huge collection. Is there like a specific genre or category that that just kind of you gravitate towards more often than others? Or is it just kind of what you see? No, I you know it used to be soul and funk, you know, uh, yeah. but now um. Yeah, I don't even know myself now. Like, it's uh, just something will hit me. I'm like, oh, I could do something with that, or I can play that out, or I can chop that in a way where it'll be so disguised. No one will. But I just, my brain works in a strange way when it comes to records now. Okay. Before it was pretty straight. I need that break. I need that loop. I need everything from James, you know? Right. But now it's more like I love Latin music because the more I dig into it, the more I realize, like, how I'll never have like what I want to have from that genre of music because you just, you just scratch the surface of Latin music and it just keeps going and going and going. So right. many rhythms, so many amazing musicians. So got a lot of respect for um, Brazilian music and anything anything that's warm and funky, man, yeah. really. you know. And it doesn't have to be funky in the sense of like straight 4-4 funk. Like it could be samba, you know? Like right. as long as I'm like feeling warm to it, like, right. like I can see it in the sun, I'm good, you know? <laughs> You've got to take a guess at how many records... Or when did you lose count? I'm I'm close to thirty five thousand right now, but I'll, I'm getting ready to get rid of quite a bit because it's like I, I did a big buy when I was doing house parties. Okay, um, we used to go to this guy, um, this old guy who's like a jazz dude, and we used to go to his spot at the Swap Me in 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 the valley, like deep in the valley. Nobody was digging there, and I was just like, we kept buying. Like I found like incredible bongo uh, band in there, and uh, just a bunch of James Brown stuff or whatever. Right. Finally, me and my boy, you know, who I used to spin with, Amani, aka Burt Blackerout. Burt Blackerack, shout out. Um, we just said, how much for the whole collection? And he said $500, and it was 20,000 records. Huh. And we were like, what? <laughs> and, and we were driving Chevy S10s back then. We were like, yeah, load those puppies on up. <laughs> yeah. Did several trips to mom's garage, and she was like, what the hell is all this? <laughs> and uh, most of those records you heard from J5, the early on records, were made from those collections, or that collection. Damn. Like, like a good portion of that. So... And then there's a lot of clunkers in there that I got to get rid of, you know, the just weird, weird 12 inches that just have like pop 12 inches that I'm like, like pop artists that never made it kind of shit, you know, like, okay, what am I doing with this? You know, right, so right, right. usually everything finds a home. Like if it's disco, cool. I love disco. Right. 12 inch section of my disco, you know, whatever, what, you know, but nah, it's not. It's you got to organize like that. Like, are you, are you pretty organized about it? Yeah, pretty organized. I, I don't do it. Like a lot of the homies have it by label. I've been tripping out on like in. I have a few homies that do by BPM. I'm like, wow, man, I thought I was overthinking things, man. You guys are doing it heavy. Like, this is before Serato. Like, right. okay, 105, 106. I'm like, what the hell? Like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. sitting there BPMing, BPMing all your records? That's just wild. But um, that's a Z-trip move. Shout out to Z. Shit. Um, but, um, no, I have it just by alphabetical, like, all soul, funk, anything I use in the studio, like making beats. Yeah. Rock, soul, funk, jazz, Latin alphabetized by first name and then the other rooms are are hip-hop r&b reggae okay alphabetized in their own right yeah by room by room yeah yeah wow we might have to do a dj city crib well, the, well mom's collection is just a mess mom's ain't nothing it's just like right it's just stuff. shit everywhere you know <laughs> crazy um 
So yeah, in terms of your your setup now and and the kind of stuff that you got rocking, you know, you got the S9, um, mm. and a lot of people in the chat room were like, "Yo, he's killing the S9," like we haven't seen before. Uh, Love this mixer, man! Yeah. Shout out to those dudes. What's up, Davey D? Thank you for sending me the goodie. <laughs> yeah, it's this a man. It feels like a caddy, man. It's just like oh, it's just like <laughs> gooey, man. I just feel oh, it's so nice. I love this mixer, man. It's been a long time since I felt like that about a piece of gear. This is this is one piece of gear that is like making me excited about DJing. Oh, cool. How do you feel about it? The S9? Yeah. I actually haven't gotten on it yet, so, so this uh, we'll is exciting. <laughs> you have one though, right? I don't. But oh, okay. I do. I do get. You were DJing on it like you were like you were like it, go to sleep with it every night. <laughs> I mean, we've cuddled. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to our homie Matt from Serato, who's big in the Matt. House. He's, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He's been pushing me to get on that for months. Yes. Now it's, it's such a dumb Matt has been a great help. Shout out to Serato. Thank you, Matt. Serato, man. I call him at like three a.m. Like, um, how do you how do you loop? <laughs> Does he reply to your text though? Because he doesn't reply to mine. <laughs> Damn, bro. It depends if he's getting some. Yeah. Hey, here we go. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, uh, back to these projects that you got coming out. You know, we had Slim Kid Trey. I think he had to take off. But, oh, um, T Weezy left. Oh, shit. yeah. But like, I mean, from the like one of the greatest groups of all time, Far Side. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you got a new project coming out with him, correct? Yeah. Um, uh, Slim Kid Trey, a new mark, our trademark. That's the name of the the imprint. And uh, we just were rounding the corner on the last song and a half, maybe, of uh, a new album that we just completed. We started at Christmas, and I think we're almost done. And so, um, yeah, the first album was on Delicious Vinyl. And all three singles did really well. I think all three went to number one on the college charts. So we're just trying to follow up and uh, put out another record shortly. It sounds great. It sounds really dope. I think it's better than the first album. So, What was the vibe like? like? Um, you know, a little bit jazzy, a little bit... Um, electronic-y kind of and a, you know just soulful as usual and heavy drum programming good good rhymes i mean it's just it just feels right it just feels right oh the hot plate you hot plate about that oh yeah yeah hot plate yeah man hot plate man i gotta get hot plate really bubbling man i i had um so hot plate is um a show i'm starting where i'm interviewing my favorite entertainers over their favorite place to eat here in la so I, I'm a huge foodie. I, I, me and my girlfriend, Carla, always go out and we're always eating. She's more dangerous than I am, though. She'll freestyle every meal she has. Or I just <laughs> have like spots I want to go to or spots, things I want to try. But right. so anyway, like I love food, man. And so uh, I started by I interviewed Aloe Black and Roy Choi, who interviewed who invented the Korean taco and Cubert. Uh, oh. And so I'm trying to get more guests. I'm trying to get Earl Sweatshirt. Hint, hint. Return that email, player. <laughs> Let's do it. Where do you want to eat? <laughs> um, of course, the meal's on me, and we talk a little bit about uh, music, but mostly about food. Dope. And that's so, on your YouTube channel? Uh, it will be. It hasn't launched yet. I'm okay. trying to collect a few, get used to interviewing people and learning that whole Get ahead of the thing, schedule. You know, kind of out, yeah. look at myself on screen and go, okay, that's terrible. That's good. And I'm still <laughs> learning. So it's yeah. a big year for learning, man. Honestly, that was my New Year's uh, resolution, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. The how do you bees, uh, how do you feel about the the DJ game right now? Of how it's progressed and it's changed a lot. There's so many incredible guys now, man. I'm like I bug out. Like, yeah, man. I, I have nothing but respect for DJs and just the game in general, man. I'm always like looking at something, going, "What the hell? Like, how did you think of that?" Or like, you know, like a lot of these dudes in th- in uh, Red Bull's three style, man, are like 
amazing, man. Like uh, that kid bite who won last year. Like, mm-hmm. I was listening to his set. I was like, man, you're killing it, man. Just absolutely murdering it. You know, good timing and just. I like hard hitting transitions, and so a lot of these dudes are like taking care of business, man. So a lot of respect. Yeah. Awesome. Are you gonna are you involved with Red Bull at all in terms of this year's battle or? I don't know. I don't think I'm. I don't know. They they always ask me like kind of last minute like I was in Japan last year when they had it but um okay so was that might, last year I think that was last yeah. year yeah feels we might see you in years go by so fast I'm just like uh, yeah but um yeah I'm, I've I've done a few three styles or opened up or whatever you want to call it guest feature or whatever on a few of them but uh, I always have a good time with them they treat me well and I always see something cool on stage every single time yeah that, well dude I'm that was crazy uh, that's like. You, well, you don't get to sure. see the chat room um, as much. Our guests oh. don't, but like the chat room was crazy. It oh, was cool, man! Bugging out. Thank you, Bugging chat room, out. for shout tuning to, in. Shout out to a lot of the guys tuning in. Uh, I, geez, you who, guys should like Fion, have a, your Quickie, own like record label. Danny West, uh, Spider was in here. I didn't ignore Spongy, that comment. Um, I, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a ton of people in here. Everybody was showing love. Everybody nice, man. geeking out. So, oh man! Yeah. Well, I, like I said before, really appreciate the opportunity playing for you guys, man, and. Uh, Sorry, it took me so long to get back to you, bro. I was I, I tried the phone off the hook thing, and it didn't work out so well. I'm going to just put it on the record. I used to work at a, a record store uh, where I was selling shoes first. But I was there, and I did approach you like two years ago okay. trying to get him on the show. And I was just like so excited when we finally confirmed you. Because oh, dope, man. Dope. That was like crazy. Shout out to Backside Records, of course. Right they, on. They, that's oh, where, over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I was just like, yo, we need to get you on the show. So Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I made it, man. Thank yes. you for having me. Yes, I'm excited. This it's was... a real pleasure. Real pleasure. Yes, sir. You get to follow that up, buddy. Oh, my God. That's on a... Your... What, a, what a waste. <laughs> on, on your hosting <laughs> guest DJ debut, homie. Yeah, that's not going to go well, but all right. Well, you get... <laughs> Please follow me on my Facebook, DJ Newmark. Yeah, all, your... I think all my, my joints are DJ Newmark, except Instagram. I'm DJ Newmark 808. Yeah, everything's DJ Newmark. Absolutely. But, um, what do you got coming up that uh, we can look forward to outside of the stuff we talked about? You want to get some? Really, the focus right now is um, getting the the trademark album finished and completed. That's that's the number one right now. Okay. You know, and um, I, I have another mix coming out pretty soon. I'm working on that slowly. Working on a mix for BBC right now, actually. Sick. So yeah, just yeah, man, just just cool. steady grinding, making a lot of beats. Yeah, and what, what's so what's the the studio at the crib looking like right now? With like, I know you're messing around with the gadgets the toys yeah. and we've seen the different videos with the different toys like is it is it, it like looks a- like a bomb hit it right now <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty bad yeah well i moved a table into the into the middle of the room well i have something coming out i'm gonna be doing uh something called zodiac tracks okay starting with biggie's birthday 21st is biggie's birthday and it's going to be a tribute to uh, i'm a gemini so it'll be gemini season, all the baby. gemini's but there's so many prolific gemini's that i have to do a part one and part two Right. So I'm starting on May 21st. Uh, I'll be putting it on all my channels um, where I do something called Zodiac Tracks. And um, first episode is going to have Biggie, Lauren Hill, uh, Paul McCartney, Pete Rock. And there's, there's a lot more coming. So yeah. every month or every Zodiac calendar date, I'll be dropping oh. some live on camera stuff. So that's why the studio looks like a bomb like hit. A bomb to answer right your question. Yeah. So your birthday's coming up? June 10. Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, Word. Man. I'll be Gemini. 21. Gemini. Yeah. <laughs> Turn Can tw- drink now. <laughs> Turning 21, May 27. Gemini season, baby. All right, all right. Yeah. There it is. Dope. Thanks for yeah. having me, Big Styles. Yeah, we appreciate it. Right Thank on, man. So Big respect. Absolutely.
Everybody give it up for Numa, please. Yeah. Oh, a lot of people here. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to say it.